Welcome to the Nightcap, your weekly review and preview of Norway Knights football. If you missed this week's action, get the latest news, analysis, and game summary on the weekly Nightcap with me, Joe Smith. Hi, everyone. If you're a Norway Knight fan or even a Forest Park Trojan fan, you had to be fired up to see what was about to happen in Norway last Thursday night. 3-0 Forest Park came to town right as Norway seemed to be finding its groove on the gridiron. Norway was coming off a very impressive win up in Lake Linden Humble, beating the Lakes 34-6 and truly dominating a game that I think everyone believed was going to be a battle like it was in week one. Obviously not the case, and the Knights had no problem with the Lakes. It kind of felt the same going into Thursday night's game with Forest Park. A big test for the Knights at home and Norway fans hoping to validate what they saw in Lake Linden Hubble the week before. Solid defense and a scary good offense starting to truly take shape for the Knights. So let me tell you what happened. Three words to start this one off and if I jump to the end, I'd repeat the same words. Defense, defense, defense. Norway started the game on defense, just as we saw last week in Lake Linden. Three and out, as they say, for the Trojans on the opening drive. This young Knights team is getting great play from its sophomores. And on the first series, it was Maddox Berkland and Cameron Varda teaming up to do some damage together on two out of the first three defensive plays, resulting in lost yardage for the Trojans and forcing the punt. We'll talk about those two fellas a little later. Knights get the ball back starting their opening drive on their own 27-yard line. Coach Pop had a nice balance of plays, throwing seven times and running the ball six times. The Knights get on the board first with a beautiful pass to the back of the end zone from Cole By to Wyatt Spade, and that was from the 12-yard line. After the 13th play of the drive, the Knights go up 6-0 with 4.31 to go in the first quarter. The Knights do it again on defense, causing all kinds of disruption up front for the Trojans. After forcing another Forest Park punt, the Knights get the ball back on their own 17-yard line. Cole By on first down takes a snap out of the shotgun and never saw the defensive end come unblocked from his left side, hitting by high and causing a fumble. Trojans recover the fumble on the 9-yard line and on first down, Forest Park's Grayson Sundell takes the handoff up the middle and scores easily to tie the game up at 6-6 six to six with 1.46 to go in the first quarter. As we head into the second quarter, 6-6, six, six, Norway had the ball on their own 41-yard line when Cole By missed seeing the linebacker underneath and got picked off by Nick Stevens for the night's second turnover of the game. The nervous crowd felt much better when two plays later, Wyatt Spade returned the favor, making a beautiful interception as he laid out in front of quarterback Nick Stevens' intended receiver and giving the Knights the ball back on their own 27-yard line. And that was just what Norway needed as they marched down the field in 10 plays, 74 yards to go back in front of Forest Park. Junior all-conference quarterback Cole By finished off the drive with a nice pass to Ian Pop on the four-yard line. Pop did the rest, pounding the ball across the goal line for the 10-yard TD pass. The Knights go convert the two-point play on a clever play, snapping it directly to, to Ian Pop, who started to run to his right, but then pulled up and hit wide spade in stride for the two-point conversion. Knights go up over the Trojans 14-6 with 3.46 to go in the half. It's worth mentioning that before halftime, again, the Norway defense had great play by linebacker Hayden Amundsen, Continued to set the tone hard with his hard hits and and hustle, and of course the discipline that comes along with that. The Knights forced another punt out of the Trojans, but the, this time the Forest Park, Forest Park tried to catch the Knights sleeping before half. 
Trojan Felix Quevedo took the direct snap on fourth down, but the sophomore Maddox Berkland read it clearly and came up and made the stop. That kept the score at 14-6 Norway as we entered into halftime. Here's my weekly halftime thought. The season is young, but so are the Norway Knights. The defensive line and offensive line consists of almost all sophomores, including Maddox Berkland, Chase Maraska, Carter Cazola, and Keith Burkar. And despite losing Keith Burkar to an injury the week before, these guys continue to battle and are providing the protection needed for this high-powered offense. Now add on one more sophomore starter on defense, Cameron Varda. These guys aren't just filling in and plugging holes, but are performing at a high level early in the season. Maddox Berkland and Varda both led the way on the most tackles after this game. The best part of all this is the fact that the upperclassmen couldn't be happier for them and their successes. From my perspective, age doesn't seem to matter in Norway, and I'm seeing a team develop before my eyes, getting closer and closer as a team and gaining experience with every snap. As we push through the rest of the season, nobody is going to care what grade you're in. What will always matter is how the leaders on the team continue to lead. Be strong examples of sportsmanship, decision-making, and effort. If you ask me, this team has the talent and the leadership to go on a run. I'm looking forward to be proven correct. Go Norway Knights. You have big goals for yourselves. Plenty of talent on the team. Now just go make it happen. Let's get to the second half and the third quarter. After taking the kickoff to the 36-yard line, the Knights get started on offense. First play from scrimmage is a nice 22-yard pass from by to spade, but that was about it for that drive. The defense just continued to be strong for Norway all night, and the Knights were back in business four minutes into the third quarter. White Spade took a direct snap up the middle, kicked it out down the near sidelines for a 60-yard TD run to put the Knights up 20-6. to Later in the third quarter, it was Wide Spade again and a hard-fought run from the four-yard line to give Norway a 20-point lead going into the fourth quarter. They're now at 26-6. to On what may be the most exciting play of the season. Here, here we go again. Defense, defense, defense. It was the Norway defense making it happen. The Trojans do a sweep to the far side. Coming up to make the play is Ian Pop as he stays home with the running back Sundell the quarterback, Nick Stevens, decides to option pitch to Sandell. Not realizing Pop is right there, the pitch is made, but Pop steps in front of the pitch and goes the other way, 60 yards, for the defensive touchdown. Such a great play. Knights pulling away now in the fourth quarter, 32-6. to Knights continue to add to the scoreboard. It was Ian Pop getting to the pylon from six yards out to make it 40-6. to Also in that fourth quarter, Wyatt Spade, he picked up an interception, and Riley Jackalovitz added one more interception as he made a great defensive play. Your final score from Norway. It was the Knights 40 and Forest Park 6. Now let's get to the stats. On offense, quarterback Cole By was 10 of 23 for 190 yards, two TDs and an interception. Wyatt Spade caught six balls for 116 yards and a touchdown. Ian Pop had two receptions for 47 yards and a touchdown. Bryce Adams was targeted twice for 27 yards. Rushing the ball, Ian Pop led the way, running 11 times for 131 yards and a touchdown. Wyatt Spade also ran 11 times for 82 yards and two TDs. And Andrew Hotamaki rushed four times for uh, 58 yards. On defense, Spade had two interceptions. Ian Pop had one interception for that 60-yard TD. It was actually an interception of that pitch that we described. 
Riley Jackalovitz had a fourth-quarter interception as well. Leading tacklers were Maddox Berkland, the sophomore, with nine tackles, three of those for a loss. Cameron Varda moved up the rankings, and he had eight tackles, also a sophomore. Two of those tackles were for a loss. And Wyatt Spade and Ian Pop, always in the mix, both had eight tackles. Now let's talk about the game of Friday night coming up. It's homecoming at Norway, and the Gogebic Miners are coming to town with a record of 1-3. and three. This really should be another good game for the Norway Knights, and here's why. But first, let me tell you about WHDO Radio 106.7 FM, The Mountain. Make sure you have 106.7 FM saved in your favorites for quick access to all the Norway Knights football games this season. You can rely on WHDO Radio Sports for all the action. And as I always say... If you don't have access to the FM dial, go to the web and stream the game on whtoradio.com. Anytime, anywhere, it's WHTO Radio Sports you can count on to make sure you don't miss a play. If you want to hear the nightcap every week, head over to simplysmith.com, click on the nightcap tab, and get all the latest episodes. You can also go to the podcast section and get your audio-only version here. The nightcap is available via podcast on most podcast platforms, including Spotify, if you are a Facebook user, please follow my page at Simply Smith. It's all new and it's developing, but get my views and perspective on Norway football at simplysmith.com or on Facebook at Simply Smith. That's simplysmith.com for the nightcap and so much more. Now, looking to week five, and I would expect Norway to have a good homecoming night on Friday against Gogebic. The Gogebic Miners are sitting at one and three with losses to Antonagen, Forest Park, and North Central. 36-46, 8-46, and 6-50, respectively. Last week, the Miners shut out Port Wing South Shore, a team out of Wisconsin, 58 to nothing, for their first win of the season. Although the Miners put up some big offensive numbers last week, I wouldn't expect them to repeat that against this defense of Norway. I see the Knights' defense applying way too much pressure at the line of scrimmage, causing headaches for Gogebic and slowing them way down. On offense, look for Alex Ortman to have a big night. Last week, the senior receiver was on the end of more passes that were just a bit deep or broken up by pass interference more times than I could keep count. Ortman and Bai are due to make up for lost opportunities from last week, and I think early in this game, you'll see Ortman in the end zone for a score. The Knights are getting stronger every week on both sides of the ball, and I don't think that will change on homecoming night. Kickoff will be here soon, and we are going to see if the Norway Knights continue to rise in the polls and keep momentum on their side. Join me Friday night, Ronberg Field in Norway. It's homecoming week, and I will have all the action for you. Tune in into WHTO 106.7 FM, The Mountain, Friday at 5.45 p.m. for the WHTO Radio Sports pregame show. And then it's time for kickoff at 6 p.m., Don't miss a play on 106.7 FM or whdoradio.com. If you happen to miss the game or want to hear my analysis of this week's game, come right back here to simplysmith.com, and I will bring you the nightcap and give you a preview of the night's week six game on the road against Antonagen. Thanks, everyone. You're listening to the nightcap with Joe Smith. Put in the effort, put in the time, and live with purpose.